Welcome to BitCast on Podcast One, the video game podcast with the Axeman. Hello and welcome to the BitCast. Sometimes on the BitCast, I just kind of like to talk about games that, you know, I'm just playing at the moment. And today I'd like to talk about Tomodachi Life. Way back toward the beginning of the show, I did an episode talking about Metopia, which is a game that's very similar to Tomodachi Life, but not really the same. Both of these games were for the Nintendo 3DS, and they involved heavy use of the Mi Avatar characters. Whereas in Metopia, you take them all out on an RPG adventure... Tomodachi Life is a lot more mellow and laid back. It's just a life sim type of game. Tomodachi Life is actually the one that came out first because it came out in, at least in North America, in 2014, while Metopia was in 2017. It's often compared to Animal Crossing, which is pretty apt, and I've actually played a little bit of Animal Crossing this last year, well, Uh, More like January of last year, so that's really stretching the definition there. But the point is, the games are in fact similar, but there are differences. In Tomodachi Life, things are a lot more hands-off than in Animal Crossing. In Animal Crossing, you're basically doing everything. You have to keep track of, you know, the town's well-being. You have to agree to do things at certain times for certain people. There are events going on, whether you like it or not. The town will actually get more deserted and ugly the longer you spend away from it. In Tomodachi Life, well, you are basically doing everything, but they don't ask for the sun and the moon and the stars from you. They just want you to do, like, little things, and if you leave the game for a while and eventually come back, they'll just be like, oh, hey, it's been a while since I saw you, and then business as usual. The only real-time things might be the changes in status between me islanders and the age of any baby islanders that appear, but otherwise you can just leave the game and come back at your leisure. Nothing really happened. In fact, it's the kind of game where you're encouraged not to spend too long with it, because after about an hour, an hour and a half, the Mies are going to stop asking things of you. And at a certain time at night, a lot of them are just going to go to bed. So this is a game that's really designed to just be played in bites. Now, I said it's about the little Mies. Your Nintendo 3DS can carry up to 100 Mii characters and you can transfer all of them over to the island, or you can just create a few on the spot, or just create a few from photos or synthesized QR codes. And you're always going to have to create one me from scratch at the very beginning that will serve as your first islander. That will be your lookalike, because you're encouraged to make that me resemble you. So that's going to be basically your avatar in the game. They're the me that represents you, and they're still separate from you. Like, you're just referred to as that me's look-alike. So if, you know, your your me is Hank Hill, you're going to be called Hank Hill's look-alike, even if you've never resembled Hank Hill at any point in your life. That's just going to be a thing that happens. So you have that first islander, and they'll get a little hungry, so you go buy them a bit of food, and then they'll want a friend, so you make a second me. And eventually they decide to open up a donation fountain, 
which means that from that point on, every time you turn over a new day in the game, the Mies will line up and donate a little money because you have funds in the game. And these are used to buy clothes or food or gifts for the Mies. And from there, the, the game really opens up. Like, the first little while of the game is generally the same. It's that first me wanting some food and then wanting some company. And then you have pretty much free reign to do whatever you want from there. It's really easy. You can't do a whole lot until certain things happen, though. Like, there's a feature where you give the Mies songs to perform, but you can only do that after you give them a song, which you can only do after their happiness levels up, which only happens after doing certain tasks for them. There are also places to go that can only happen after you do a certain amount of things. These are generally small tasks, and you can just casually unlock them as you go, but after a little while, the game gets rolling, and you basically unlock everything and see all that there is to do. Eventually, you run out of game to play, because I'll admit, I like Tomodachi Life, and I've come back to it more than a lot of people probably have, but I do see some of the flaws with it. The game is very repetitive after a while. You kind of learn what to expect with all the islanders. You, you can try to give them new songs, but, you know, they're they're kind of limited in the rhythm and the amount of space and lyrics and the sounds of the genres. Mies can fall in love, they can fall out of love, they can have fights with each other, they have different relationship values, which is kind of neat, but a lot of it's really just randomized what will happen. The Mies also have different personality types. I've found that that doesn't really amount to anything. In Metopia, the personality types will affect certain things they can do in battle, and little fluff like their dialogue, and Tomodachi life, it's really just you know, fluff detail. I do like that you can eventually recreate characters almost perfectly to your liking, as long as they're mostly humanoid, because there is a good amount of clothes and hair options and hat options, all kinds of different things you can do with the Mies. They really live up to their identities as being avatars. I fancy myself something of a writer, and this game can randomly generate new me's whenever two parents get together and have a baby me, and I've actually used that to inspire certain character ideas of my own. But this isn't about me, it's about Tomodachi life. And it's really a fun and interesting game, I think, if you put the time and effort into it. It's definitely one of those situations where it's up to the player to kind of make their own fun, and that's probably something I might have criticized in other games, but here it's all kind of mellow and laid back, so I can get behind it. The game is kind of a sequel or a new beefed-up edition of a Japanese-only game called Tomodachi Collection, which was for the Nintendo DS, and it was only released in Japan because they had a little bit of issue getting the languages to work, because the Mies all speak in this synthesized Microsoft Sam-type format. It's like, hello, Hank Hills look-alike. How are you doing today? So it's kind of like that, and it's, it's actually pretty impressive. And they do make sure to filter out swears, so you have to be really devoted to getting swears into the game if you want to hear your Mies dropping F-bombs. Like, don't really see the humor in that, but 
there you go. Yeah, the voice thing, it's really funny too because it creates really weird voices. Like sometimes you can have a me who their voice is basically the sounds of two balloons rubbing together. <laughs> I said that the game is mostly hands-off with the chores because I mean, you do actually have to do things for the characters, but a lot of times you can just have fun watching them do things with each other. Like it'll give them a little bit of a nudge in the right direction or the wrong direction. And then you can just kind of see what happens from there. Or you can just occasionally see these little vignettes of what they're doing with each other. Like when the cafe opens up, you can sometimes hop on in and you'll see like a whole party of me's talking to each other about a random inane Seinfeldian levels of nonsense is like, I think you have the personality of a toaster. Hey, I'm going to go eat all the waffles today. It's just really mundane, generic things. And after a while, the conversations do repeat themselves. But it's still just kind of nice to watch them all talking with each other and stuff like that. You can eventually play mini-games with the Miis, and they're deceptively difficult. Those are a good place to get prizes, which you can basically trade away for more money. And the money goes to you know, buying things for the Miis and stuff. If you pay a really exorbitant price of pocket money towards one of the Miis, they'll eventually go on a field trip to outer space, and that's pretty cool. It's not quite what it's built up to be, but, you know, there you go. It's just a little thing you can do, and you'll get a costume out of it at least. I remember the game has a camera feature. Oh my gosh, I... I should have talked about that also, but the camera feature allows you to take, you know, obviously pictures from the game, you know, that's exactly what it says on the tin, but you can do this almost anywhere, and actually Metopia is the same way, but this game, I like to take pictures of different ironic or coincidental things that the characters would say, or weird gatherings or poses and stuff. You can even set up your own photos, and sometimes you can give the Mii's cameras, and they'll take their own photos, and you can save all these photos to your SD card. And there are many occasions where I've had to use the image-sharing feature to get them onto Facebook, and I would just flood my Facebook feed with just, like, hundreds and hundreds of Tomodachi Life pictures. It was probably really annoying for people who are friends with me on there and don't like video games or don't really understand what Tomodachi life is, but I just, I just really wanted to share those pictures. And, you know, the game obviously means a lot to me more than it probably should, but I just really like, it's kind of hard to put it into words, but okay, I think about a certain example in the game is that Mies can fall in love, like I said. And they can also have children. So they do. They have their little baby me, and you can actually determine different features about them or just let the game randomize it. And you can just, you know, watch the parents have their... Well, no, you're not watching them have the baby, but, you know, watching them, you know, having a home life with the baby. That'd be much less messy. But, you know, you can just watch them, you know, grow because... The baby kind of grows into a full-sized me over the course of six real-life days, so about a week later, they're finally all grown up, and you can either let them move in as a proper islander, like everyone else, or you can send them off to the world. But the me's just talk about how you helped raise them, even if you didn't actually do anything. And the little me speaks for the first time. They say, like, oh, thank you for being so nice to us, and 
you know, it just makes me feel good. It's like, you know, I've helped these two characters not only find each other and find love with each other, but I've helped them, you know, with their family throughout the week that they've been a family. And, you know, it's just, it's all because of me. Like, I helped make this happen, even though they're all little cartoon characters with disproportionate heads and faces and stuff. It's still kind of nice to know that, you know, I contributed something positive, and that's probably more meaning than anyone, including the developers, even wanted to have people feel in this game. But I don't know. Maybe maybe they did want people to feel this way, because, you know, th the game could be surprisingly, well, going by the music, you know, there's a lot of, you know, heart and soul put into it. I think even more so in Metopia, so maybe they did kind of want to sucker punch us with what the game could do. But yeah, it's just a game that really means a lot to me. Eventually they made Metomo, which was a mobile app, and it kind of had a similar idea. You'd have a little me who would, you know, kind of have their own apartment and say things. I, but I don't believe it's still going, but it was kind of cool while it lasted. I never had Metomo because... I didn't have a proper phone for it. Like, for the longest time, I had a really old cell phone. By the time I got a more up-to-date one, well, I, I still didn't really care about playing Mitomo. Now, I don't get political on this show, and frankly, I, I don't think this is really political either, what I'm about to say, because I'm not really expressing any opinion one way or the other. But it's interesting that there was a glitch in the Japanese version of Tomodachi Life that allowed two me's of the same gender to actually form a couple. And this was removed in the Western releases of the game, not for any political reasons, but just because, you know, the glitch had some other effects that made the game pretty much unplayable. But people didn't like that, so Nintendo made a statement. It's like, okay, next time we're going to be a little more inclusive. I'm paraphrasing, of course, but... That's basically what happened, and I think they did keep that in mind, because in Metopia, the relationships between your party me's are, well, they could be interpreted certain ways, and it doesn't really matter what gender the me's are, so, so it's good of them to consider fan expectation and, you know, pleasing your audience and that sort of thing. There are regional differences that are kind of interesting, but not super special, in the North American version, the Mies will occasionally have rap battles in the evening, which really just play out more like finding rhyming sentences with each other. In the Japanese version, they play some kind of word chain game. And then in the European version, they actually got the best of both worlds. They got the rap battles and the word chains. Also, the generic shopkeepers, which show up whenever one of your islanders isn't working at a shop. In the Japanese version, they have kabuki stagehands for heads. They're these weird kuroko masks. In the American version, they just have wooden blockheads. In the European version, they look like robot blockheads. And in the Korean version, they're wearing yellow racing helmets. I'm not really sure what the point of those differences is, but it's kind of neat, I guess. Maybe. There's not a whole lot I can say about Tomodachi life at this point, because most of the experience of the game is just kind of the random events that you're going to run into on your own based on what you put into the game. It really is a case of what you give is what you get.
I really think that a good playthrough of the game that shows a lot of the potential is the Vine Sauce playthrough, the streams that Vinny did of his experiences playing the game, and he somehow managed to unintentionally make this weird storyline that had a lot of heartbreak, a lot of cheery moments, a lot of intrigue. After a while, he did kind of start having to resort to tricks to make things more exciting, but it really was just a showcase of just how much potential the game had if you let it and if you were willing to be a little creative. I do like things that reward creativity. That was also my first exposure to Vine Sauce, and now a lot of people know me for just kind of quoting weird things that he says, so you know, I guess that's a kind of a double-edged sword. But this isn't really about Tomodachi life anymore. It's a good game, not for everyone, but definitely for me at least, and I'd recommend at least giving it a shot if you're curious. I wasn't really sold on it at first, but you know, Henry was showing it to me one time, and I was like, okay, this is really interesting. So, got it. Never regretted it since. Oh dear, I forgot to talk about today's favorite songs, almost. Well, the game doesn't really have a lot of music, really. It's just kind of a lot of incidental type of stuff, but there's still a few standouts to me. I like the daytime map theme that just plays when you're looking out over the island in general. It's just really relaxing. I also happen to like the credits theme, which plays when you're looking at the scrapbook of the baby me growing up with their parents as they finally have either moved out into the world or become a full-fledged islander like the rest. And among the different songs you can give to the Mies to perform, I seem to really like the techno song Operation Robodachi. The songs are basically Mad Libs, you just come up with them as you go, or just leave them with the generic lyrics, which are sometimes pretty interesting, and that one is my favorite of them. Anyway, with everything I can think of to say about Tomodachi Life, I have been the Axeman. If you like the BitCast, please consider subscribing to it and sharing it with your friends who also like to hear some weird guy talking about getting too attached to a life sim game instead of his real life. You can also find the show on iTunes. And in the meantime, I will see you on the next one. Listen to BitCast anytime on podcast1.com and on the Podcast One app.